This is Anne-Marie Lewis, and you are listening to We Are Rivers, conversations about the rivers that connect us, brought to you by American Rivers. Today, we will discuss the value rivers have on our environment, economy, and way of life. Until I moved to Colorado, I didn't think much about rivers other than enjoying the creeks near my house. I lived in New York, and while I drove over a river almost every day on my way to school, I rarely thought about how much I relied on them. What do they matter to me? At that time, I didn't know that 70% of drinking water comes from rivers, or that most animals spend the bulk of their lives on or near a river. After moving to Colorado and making my home on the banks of the Crystal River, I started to understand how rivers contribute so much more than just a beautiful backdrop. Rivers are magnets for biodiversity and life. Here in the Southwest, 90% of the nation's fruits and vegetables are grown with water diverted from the Colorado River, and, economically speaking, the Colorado River is significant with it and its tributaries accounting for a $1.4 trillion contribution to our economy. This includes $26 billion annually through recreation alone. I had no idea how vital healthy western rivers are to our nation's way of life. So join American Rivers and me in this episode of We Are Rivers, exploring the incredible value of Western Rivers. Whether you are a fisherman, recreational boater, or live in an urban setting, I invite you to listen in, because we are rivers. Water for people, water for towns, water for communities. In the arid west, it's the limiting factor for how many businesses we can attract, how many houses we can build. This is Matt Rice, director of American Rivers Colorado Basin Program. He explained to me in a phone interview the shocking economic role of Western Rivers. In Colorado alone, river-based recreation drives a $9 billion economy annually. Throughout the Colorado River Basin, it's $26 billion and it's responsible for more than 250,000 jobs. People last year and the year before have done some pretty impressive studies about how much money does the Colorado River generate as a recreational resource. This is Chelsea Congdon Brundage, the head water consultant for Public Council of the Rockies, based in Snowmass, Colorado. Chelsea's a water resource specialist who has worked with the Environmental Defense Fund on rivers in Colorado, Sacramento, and the San Joaquin River Basin. She has also done work in the San Francisco Bay and the Colorado River Delta in Mexico. How much money is raised in the state of Colorado because people come here to raft or camp or do things that directly interact with rivers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's in the billions. It's a big number, right? So you don't want to dry up that river because you're going to dry up billions of dollars of income to the state of Colorado. Recreation's contribution of $26 billion is just one piece of the much larger impact that the Colorado has on the economy of the Southwest and of the country. Arizona State completed a study uh, about two years ago that found that annually the Colorado River alone drives a $1.4 trillion economy. And obviously an annual $1.4 trillion economy is, is, a, is a good portion of our entire country's economy. And if we were to lose that, then everybody from coast to coast would suffer economically. What is even more surprising than the extreme importance of rivers in our economy is the shockingly large role they play in an ecosystem. Rivers are critically important to natural ecosystems. 95% of all birds and animals spend all or a significant portion of their life cycle in or near rivers. So rivers are the 
lifeline. And when you look at a map and you see the watersheds and the, and the canyon that a river makes, it looks like arteries, right? They are. Rivers are arteries. They are like the lifeblood of an ecosystem. And so every animal and every bird and every bug spends some amount of its life in or near a river of necessity, by necessity. And the other thing is, is that rivers are corridors. So it's an artery and it's also a transportation corridor. And if you're an animal trying to migrate because you, you live up in the mountains in the summer and you have to come down into the lower elevations for the winter because of the snow, you're probably gonna travel down the waterway. So we have to keep them alive. I mean, more than ever, we have to keep them alive. So we talk a lot about Colorado when we talk about Western rivers, but what exactly is so special about Colorado? It's important for a few different reasons. Um, Colorado is a headwaters state, so the headwaters of the Colorado River, the headwaters of the Rio Grande River, the headwaters of the Arkansas River, and the headwaters of the South Platte River all rise in the state of Colorado. Colorado delivers water to 17 different states, has compact obligations to deliver water to 17 different states. So it's where most of the water comes from. And it's beyond important that a huge headwater state manages its water efficiently because a large portion of our country's drinking water and food needs depend on the Colorado River Basin. In the Colorado River Basin, the, the Colorado River irrigates more than 5 million acres of irrigated agriculture. The Colorado River provides drinking water to approximately 36 million people. You know, one in 10 or one in nine people in the United States depends on the Colorado River for drinking water. And if you eat vegetables in the wintertime, whether you be in New York or California or, or Iowa, most of those vegetables are coming from the Colorado River Basin. Okay, let's condense all of this new information. So, Matt, looking at all that we've talked about, what all this information boils down to is that Rivers are extremely important to everyone, whether someone is a kayaker, fisherman, farmer, business owner, environmentalist, or someone just in New York who eats Western-grown fruits and vegetables. Absolutely. That, that's correct. I mean, in the, in the West, um, you know, the West is fundamentally different than the East in how we manage water. In the East, we manage water based on a system of abundance. In the West, we manage our water based on a reality of scarcity and you know, the bottom line is that, you know, we have to do more with less water. Tune in to future We Are Rivers episodes to hear more about how the Colorado River and its tributaries form the lifeline of the Southwest. Western rivers provide critical water for our communities, environment, and the important places that we love. So I encourage you to get involved in the conversation. If you are someone who cares about rivers, merge that sentiment with action. Matt is certainly an inspirational example of this. You know, my, my interest in rivers begun because of all the critters that live in and around them. And then when I discovered fishing, that was, that was my life. And like, you know, most other people in this country, I, I didn't realize kind of the holistic value of rivers till I dug in and started studying this. You know, I grew up working on a ranch and, you know, so I knew about irrigation and I knew that they were important for that. And I knew, you know, how, how contentious and valuable water was because of that. Um, but I didn't have, you know, I didn't put all the pieces together. And, you know, I, I'm, 
I'm still learning, and I've been doing this for a long time now, and I'm still learning about how valuable rivers are to our country, our state, our quality of life, our economy. It's, it's remarkable. But the value of rivers goes much deeper than the economic and agricultural services they provide us. Beyond these necessary self-preserving incentives, we must also restore and preserve rivers for their intrinsic value and cultural significance. And also rivers are critically important to people and communities. The issue of water conservation cuts into a heart of a land, into everything that has made us. In the pursuit to understand their cultural importance, I asked a kayaker, rancher, Grand Canyon enthusiast, and water policy expert to tell me about their connections to water. Can you describe a memory that you had with water that specifically sticks out in your mind? That's a wonderful question, and it's a hard question to answer because water is such a passion of mine. Putting the water in the ditch and sitting there, just, just the, sort of the smells of springtime, and you're up there and you're turning the ditch on, and the water's coming down through the ditch and pushing a bunch of leaves and little sticks in front of it, and you're cleaning that out. And it's like an annual ritual. It's sort of a, one of the rites of spring that we do. And every year I experience the same kind of emotions, like it just brings back you know, 50 years of memories of doing this every year. Meeting my geology professor in college, and he was a kayaker, and he took me up to a creek on the Olympic Peninsula called Matheny Creek that at the time had only been run one other time. My dad and my brother and I went on a river float for three days and it was one of the best times of my life. My dad wanted a time where he and, and I and, and my brother got together, you know. The water was perfect weather for swimming in June. Having a beautiful time in the water. This was just one of those incredible, pristine, beautiful Olympic Peninsula rainforest creeks that was so, so clear it was hard to tell when the water stopped and when the sky began. Running through old growth, mossy forests. You know, if I go out for a walk, I try to be by a river, and if I want some peace of mind, I try to be by a river. And the music of a river is the most beautiful music I know. And as we floated down it, he explained the deep time that was written in the rocks that we were floating through. And and it was just one of those moments you have in life where everything comes together. For me, I became connected to rivers because of the joy I've seen them bring to so many of my close mentors and friends. I think of rivers when I think of them. I know how vital Western rivers are to their identities, and I became interested in researching them on this basis. Since then, I have experienced a river's joy and excitement for myself as my friends have coaxed me out on some amazing river trips. Now rivers are a piece of my identity, too. Thank you for listening to We Are Rivers, a podcast series brought to you by American Rivers. Tune in to our next episode to learn more about the rivers that connect us.